0: Welcome to Beauty Matters with Ulta Beauty, brought to you by American Salon. Here, Ulta's creative leaders, and sometimes a special guest, will discuss all things beauty, from salon life to trends and products, to what's impacting the industry. Because beauty is much more than what's on the outside. On our first episode, Nick Stenson, SVP of Salon Services and Trend, and Ammon Carver, Chief Artistic Director, get real about what's happening with the industry during COVID-19 and navigating uncharted waters plus how they're each dealing with quarantine. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Hey everyone, my name is Nick Stenson. I'm the senior vice president of Ulta Beauty and I'm joined here by the talented Ammon
0: Carver. How are you? Hi, you guys. I am uh, the chief artistic director for Ulta Beauty or you might say Nick's right-hand man. How's everybody? <laughs>
1: So you know the question keeps coming up. Ammon is like, what is happening during quarantine? What are some of the things you're doing during this time to really um, stay safe, isolated, but yet um, navigate the uncharted waters that we're in?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think what I love the most about like doing this podcast that's called Beauty Matters, you know, is really about talking about um, you know the things that we are doing as beauty professionals in the beauty industry. Um, that are more than just taking care of ourselves superficially, you know, the, um, that beauty is indeed um, more than just, you know, topical and and, and it's deeper than just your skin. Um, and so what are we doing during this quarantine time as beauty experts, as beauty professionals, um, to make sure we take care of ourselves internally, um, our mental health, our mental wellness? Um, I think that's a big topic of discussion, right, Nick, with uh, the state of the, the industry right now a lot of people uncertain about you know going back to work. Um I know for myself I feel very fortunate um to have this role with Ulta Beauty. Um but still I have to make sure that when I'm I, I'm at home that I'm doing things like um you know f- staying physically active and just making sure that I don't get into a, a a routine that can be uh mentally bad for my you know eating bad food or just you know out of the routine that I'm usually usually used to. Um so yeah those are just some of the things that I'm doing and that uh are keeping me kind of in the safe zone during this time.
1: Okay. So you're in Chicago being quarantined, right? And one thing you I think that's fun that you should share with everybody is you've literally turned your living room into like a home gym.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is um it's funny, but it's like it's my my living room. So I live in a one bedroom like kind of alcove studio for those of you who don't know in downtown Chicago. I love it. It's great, but it's not really meant for two people that are working at home, taking conference calls and like doing live Facebook lives. You know, um, my fiance is here and he's trying to talk um, on Zoom conference calls with his work stuff. And I'm trying to find a a quiet nook and corner where I can do, uh, you know, FaceTime um, tutorials for beauty industry experts out there, um, both of which compete for sound. But yes, in the middle of it, we do have, um, you know, a bench and a a barbell and a kettlebell. that just get in the way, and make the make the living room nice and cozy and full with just gym workout. But it's what we can do with what we have right now. And you know mm-hmm. what, Nick? I know you and I were talking about it because um, the price for that like at home workout gear right now is like skyrocketed. Right? <laughs> you were looking into buying. Something, I know.
1: I'm jealous because I couldn't get my hands on anything. I still believe it or not cannot get my hands on anything.
0: Um, know, I was like a dumbbell is like a hundred dollars for like a regular dumbbell. It's crazy. It's like quadruple. <laughs> Supply and demand, right? At its
1: best. I'll tell you, it's funny. You know, I am actually quarantined in Florida. So I came out to Florida for uh, a week vacation to get away from work for a week. And then I've been here now, let's see, uh, 10 weeks. (laughs) So it's been kind of funny um, that I packed for a week and not 10 weeks and never dreaming I'd be here. But it's uh, the silver lining to that is, you know, being able to be somewhere that I can break away from work, get outside a little bit. I'll tell you, I haven't really ridden a bike since I was a kid, and I'm finding myself riding, like, miles at a time in the evenings or on the weekends. So that's been something totally different and and unexpected during this time. But I agree with what you said about, you know, during this time, it's all about trying to take care of yourself emotionally and physically because I think the more you can pour into yourself in self-care, I think the – quicker, we're going to bounce back after this. But, Amon, tell me, what is something funny that's happened
0: during quarantine for you? Um, I was just trying to think of, like, some funny or interesting things that have been happening. So, probably the, the most entertaining thing is, um, you know, I am shocked up with a guy right now who is uh, a numbers guy. He's by no means, like, uh, in the hair industry, and uh, I let him give me a haircut the other day. Um <laughs> which is a very comical he's actually a lot better at it than I than I expected to be honest um but um yeah that was kind of funny because he had very uh he was he knew I was going to be boss it just it's my personality and that's that's what I do for a living is teach people how to cut hair so he quickly gave me something to do he handed me my phone and said I don't want you to talk to me don't rush me and I'll look up when I'm finished and I was like okay so I uh I didn't give him any instructions. He did a pretty good job, I have to say. Uh-oh. I mean, I'm not giving him his license tomorrow by any means, <laughs> but um, but it wasn't it wasn't bad, and it it uh, it made for a little like break in it, and I didn't feel so shaggy for uh, all these lives that we're doing. What about you? How are you keeping keeping yourself fresh and and uh, what funny experience do you have?
1: You know, I don't know if I really have a funny experience other than like I said, I planned and packed for a week, and I've been here now going on three months. So I definitely have cycled through my wardrobe a couple times. And if you know me, you know that I don't like to like repeat <laughs> anything ever hardly. So of course, during quarantine, I've gotten more press interviews and TV time and camera time than I ever dreamed. And I have no wardrobe to support any of that. So getting creative with that has been interesting. And then for my hair, you know, cause you cut my hair and Jeff cuts my hair. I mean, I literally get a haircut every 10 days if not seven, if I could. Um, and I haven't had a haircut in three months, so I'm actually using this time to let it grow. But I promise I won't let it grow like when we first met.
0: No, please don't. Let's, <laughs> and I would love to like, if this were a visual, I would just wish I could paint the picture of your hair back then. But like, I can't talk either because we've both fallen victim to some uh, some hair trends over our years. Um, but that actually leads me to ask, I wanna ask you a question. So you're getting your hair cut less, what are you doing more of? Okay, more bike riding. But like, are you are you binging on anything? Like, I can think of particular. I, I'm binging on like TV shows like every night. Like, oh, are I'm, you binging on like me?
1: Alcohol. I'm binging on all. <laughs> <Fair. laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm drinking all types of different kinds of cocktails. Um, I've been watching. You know what's funny? You're gonna make such fun of me. It's so stupid. But I'm actually um, just starting to get into True Blood, which is such an old show. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I've never watched it, and uh, it's been kind of amusing, so I'm kind of hooked on that at the moment. I yes. watched um, – oh, what's the other one that I loved? And it, it, it ended, and I was so upset. Um, you are watching The Crown, right? I watched The Crown. That was like – that's honestly one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Um, but I finished that a while ago. But Schitt's Creek was the one that I was just Oh, uh, yeah. With. Yeah, and I finished that, so that was sad to see that end. But, yeah, definitely catching up on some TV time. How about you?
0: That's, that's not so bad either, you know, like, I can definitely, I feel like lighthearted shows, I have to be careful, like, I don't really like to get into anything that becomes really intense, like those, like, crazy murder mysteries right now, like, I can't imagine those people that, like, will like watching movies right now that are about, like, viruses that are spreading and ending the end of <laughs> yeah, like the okay. world. I'm like, how are you, how is this movie actually something that somebody would want to watch right now in this yeah. of things that we were in? So avoiding movies like that. Um, and honestly, just trying my best to make sure that like, right now we are so device focused. It's like computer and phone, and then like computer, like a TV screen. Um, just trying to make sure, like you said, like going outside, taking a walk, making sure that you're not just continually looking at a screen, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I totally agree. I think it's important.
0: All right, let's switch gears for a
1: second. Talk about what's happening in the environment with the beauty industry right now. Like, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. There's a lot of stylists and beauty professionals that um, don't know what the new normal is going to look like. You know, we have created unveiling beauty which was an outlet for us to bring beauty professionals together right as a safe place to talk chat learn fill their cups back up like how do you feel that that's been received in this world that we're kind of living
0: well i am very proud of it i'm really glad that we did it um you know i think that the intention you know when you and i first talked about um producing this unveiling beauty series is really just a reaction quickly to make sure that there was a place for beauty professionals to be able to speak and connect um all together. Um, we both proudly worked for Ulta Beauty and represent and get to and get to work with so many different manufacturers that it's really a kind of, you know, in my mind, we're that like epicenter of where there's no you know, it's breaking down barriers between the different brands or manufacturers and really just coming together as a community. So I love the series. Um, and what we've been able to have some really cool simulating conversations, um, you know, having having Mary on the other day was so great to get her perspective and her lens on what's going on, on with stylists um, of all types, right? Because you and I always talk about there's, you know, different stylists for every, you know, type of salon. Not all of them are, are suited to work for adult Ulta Beauty. We have a lot of openings, but like you said, you know, booth renter, you know, if you're a business owner, you and I have both been salon owners before. So um, just having those conversations, digging d- deep into what those fears look like, but then also mixing it up with some stuff that's, uh, that's lighthearted, that's fun for them to do, and that uh, fills their, their cups educationally as well um, is why I'm really proud of that series.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's been a really great way to stay connected with our network of beauty professionals out there. <clears throat> I'll tell you, I feel like even though I haven't seen people in a while, I feel a little bit more connected to people because I'm connecting with people, more people than I normally would um, mm. from the, the reach that you can get through social media and being able to stay visible on, on social media. So for that regard, I'm, you know, I'm really thankful and proud. I will tell you, I'm learning a lot, too. There's a lot of education out there. <clears throat> there's a lot of really good advice happening out there. And there's a lot of healthy conversation about how do we take care of each other? How do we bounce back? in, you know, get our salons opened you know, we're really proud that we're starting to open some of our stores and salons, a very select group where we really feel in the market that it's safe, you know, really taking the government um, orders and making sure that we're following that as well as partnering with epidemiologists and pandemic specialists to really make sure that we open our doors in a really mindful way. And on the next episode, we're going to take them through a little bit more of our grand opening steps in ways that you guys can adapt that to as you're thinking about going back in. But right now, it's really about making sure that you stay connected with your network, stay connected with your network of professionals, stay connected with your guests, start building plans. And that's something that I've been telling, you know, some of our silent salmon is that You know, think about the guests that are going to be really eager to get back into your chair and you already know who they are because I can almost guarantee 100 percent of them have reached out to you through text, Mm -hmm. social media, phone calls, somehow, some way. So start creating that list and really working through the different types of um, tips and tricks you're going to share with them, what you're going to do to reinvent their look what you're gonna do to change up their formula, what new products they may want, what new haircuts you're gonna create, because they're just as excited to get back into the chair as you are to be doing their hair or their skincare or makeup. So it's all about really creating the plan so that when you get back to the salon, you could really be successful behind the chair right from the day that you start. You know, those are some of the things that we're thinking of, but Ammon, what what are you suggesting to stylists out there that are kind of getting anxious?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that you can be doing. I think that keeping your mind busy and also being uh, proactive rather than just sitting and waiting for um, things to happen and to be told. I know there's so much that there's only so much that we can control, right? There's only so much that we can do to make this go away or make anything happen sooner. But what we can be doing is just like you said, Nick, you know, um, I strongly recommend like, you know you better believe that your clients you know see that you're active on social media if they see that you're watching a live that you're participating in creating a live like i encourage stylists to set up live one-on-one conversations with their with their clients and like let them see um to, uh, that you, you're, t- you're talking to your customers make a plan with them like something for them to look forward to i think that um just like a vacation right Nick if you're like in the middle of the doldrums of working but you know you have a vacation coming up soon it's something to look forward to and it makes you have like you almost get that like okay here's my beach body plan for when I get to go to vacation this is almost like if you connect with your clients and say okay be conditioning these are the products you should be using because when you come back into the salon this is what we're going to be doing so it's almost like Build up that anticipation, that excitement. Tell them what products, what care they should be doing to their hair as they get excited for that day where they can be back in your chair for, for that plan that you put in together. So being proactive and kind of reaching out and engaging that way really personally to them, I think, goes miles. It'll, it'll keep yourself stimulated, keep you engaged with them, like heart-to-heart, human-to-human, um, but then also ensure that your books are as full as they can be when you're ready to open for back open for business. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. And,
1: you know, the other thing that comes up a lot is, you know, a lot of stylists I see on social media and they're, they're asking the question like, Hey, do we really need to pay attention to these government orders? You know, is PPE really that important? You know, if I clean my salon once a day, isn't that good enough? And here's what I'll say to that, you know, health first, safety first, Your life is more important than anybody's hair. Your guest's life is more important than anybody's hair. Trust me, if you've built a relationship up with your guest, they're gonna come back. And you know when they're gonna come back? When they know that you feel confident in being able to do their hair in a safe environment that puts them in a safe environment. And paying attention to the government orders is critical. It really is, they have more information than we do. They're smarter than us as far as what is happening in the particular state. And you really want to lean on the government guidance to really how we open up our doors and then really dig into all the different outlets that are out there on how we can really set up our salons with the proper PPE. And you know, I know on the next episode, we're going to go through all the do's and don'ts on PPE. But I would just say that you know, really take a really thoughtful approach. If you're a salon out- owner out there, if you're a manager of a salon. Think about how you're going to really safeguard your associates as well as your guests, because I think that's going to be really critical as we think about coming back out of this. So, Amit, before we kind of recap and close out for the day, is there anything kind of an inspiring quote that you thought of
0: or any words of wisdom you'd like to leave the audience with? Well, I don't know how wise, you know, or like, I don't know if I'm the words of wisdom guy, but I am. I will say this. I will say this to anybody that's out there um, that's fearful or that wonders if getting on social media, even if they have just a small following or if posting about their work or if, um, if what they do matters. If you are one of those people, one of those salon professionals or beauty professionals that's out there that's a little bit nervous or worried that what you do matters, uh, please listen clearly right now. Um, what you do has an impact on many more people than you realize. I got into this industry um, before I even really knew hairdressers and I met a small group of them who changed my life forever. And I would just like to say, for any of you that are are afraid and worried that what you do as a beauty professional, if it makes a difference in the world, I will tell you wholeheartedly that you 100% matter and make a difference. And so don't give up, stay strong. Listen to what Nick was saying about, like, you know, let's stay, let's stay safe. Um, but just know that what you do makes a difference. Uh,
1: well said. I'll tell you one thing that I shared with you and the rest of our team is a quote that I kind of live by that I learned from John Paul Mitchell Systems. And I, it was uh, John Paul DiGiorgio. I'll tell you, early in my career. And it was funny because I didn't really understand it in the beginning of my career. But I'll tell you, I live by it now. And he said, you know, successful people do all the things unsuccessful people are not willing to do. And what I will tell you, what I've learned about what that means during this time is you will be successful when you do the work that's hard. And when you take the steps that are meaningful and all of the hard work will pay off. Nothing easy is worth having and nothing worth having comes easy. So take the steps, take this time, reflect, plan, build a plan for what the future looks like. Use this time to fill your own cup back up. Make yourself strong, both physically and emotionally and mentally, so that you can come back to the salon and pour all that great energy into our guests that we do every day. So just to recap kind of what we talked about today, lots of fun conversation around how to take care of ourselves during quarantine, things to think about as you're thinking about getting back in the salon and how you can take care of your guests as well as take care of yourself. And I think that does it for today. Tune in next time. I will be here with Kristen from American Salon talking about our reopening strategy and the five things you need to know to make sure that you hit the ground running. So I look forward to seeing and talking to everybody then. Have a good day.